A good mayor of Shabbos here in Eretz Yisrael. We are reading Parshas Emor. And, um, you know, I know in America they're doing Kedoshim. There's a little overlap. I just wanted to focus on what we have here. And hopefully that uh, one of the, the final Dvar Torah will kind of hopefully resonate why I'm using this. So we understand that there's very many different ways of looking at the Torah. You can look at the Torah as Pashat Pshat, and there's also a deeper meaning. So I was Zorcha to be my niece and nephew. The Goldbergs moved to Eretz Yisrael before Pesach, and they decided to make a Hanukkah Zabais. And um, I came, and I saw, and I was so enthralled. What a beautiful, beautiful community they have. And uh, my nephew, Yisrael Goldberg, he said an unbelievable word from Avlevi Yitzchak of Varditchev. It happens to be that they live on the street called Avlevi Yitzchak. So, um, so he said the word that says, Ubas ish koyen, says, The daughter of a man who's a koyen, Kiseicha Eliznos, when she embarks on a venture, to do things which are not appropriate for her to do. So the Torah says, This is really referring to a neshama. A neshama is the daughter, Kaviachal Vakarjborchu. Uh, is the Ishkayan. We know Midrashim that Kashborhu, they asked what kind of garment that Kashborhu used to serve in his Mikdash and Shemaim. But Bas Ishkayan, when the a Jewish Neshama goes and does something unbefitting for her or for him, you know who's really being the most desecrated? It's her father, it's Hashem. So what's the remedy? So some people think, burn her, ba'ish tesaref. Levi Yitzhak says, very, very different. He says, ba'ish tesaref. What you got to do is you got to light the fire of her neshama to want to have that relationship with the Baruch Hu. That's what's missing. That's why she went off the derech. So Kosh Baruch Hu should bless us all. That whenever we feel or we see people who have been pulled away and they might want to do unbefitting things for themselves to remember what's lacking is the fire of desire for God. Hashem should bless us all with the fire of desire and Be'ez Hashem we will never desecrate Hashem. Also in Parsh Zemmar we say about Svirus Oimer, Svartim Lachemi Machers, Shabbos, Miam Haviachem, Esomer, Tnufa, Sheva, Shabbos, Tmino, Siena. And you shall count after the Shabbos seven complete weeks. The Medrash says on this, it seems there's a Medrash that says, based on Pirkei Avos, how beloved and desired are the Jewish people that they were given this vessel 
of desire. Chibe Yisera, an extra level of yearning and longing and love for them was made known to them by them being given this Kli Chemda, a.k.a. the Torah. So the Mori Naim says an amazing thing. The Mori Naim says that the general world, the general rule of the world is that any time you have a pleasure which becomes a constant pleasure, it's a, not a real time. It's not a real pleasure. It loses. I'm not sure if you could imagine it's your favorite food. So I imagine most people would answer Brussels sprouts, of course. Uh, but whatever it is, imagine you have your favorite food and you had it every day, five times a day. I don't know how long it would take to that food is no longer your favorite food. The idea of having some things intermittently, of having variety, of having differences and changes, that's what gives that pleasure, the pleasure. Ah, ah, it's been so long since I've had a Brussels sprout. So, that's a general rule. So, the Heilige Heilige Ma'arinayim says, this is the secret of the Pasuk that says, as is stated in Yecheskel Anavi, and the Chayas HaKodesh, we're going back and forth, like a, like a bolt of lightning or like an electrical current, you know, in a filament or something, going back and forth. That means it's not just a steady stream, there's, there's back and forth movement. But um, what happens is that when it goes one direction, it leaves a little glow. And then when it comes back, it, it, there's always a little bit glow. It's kind of like lights up and then dims and lights and dims. He says that the general rule, and it's, I think it's somebody told me it's a very deep Kabbalistic principle, that whenever a light is removed from a Kosh projecting a light and then constricting the light, in the midst of the constriction process, a kli is formed. A vessel is formed that there could be a re-igniting of that vessel. And therefore, that's really what makes the tainug, is the fact that it, the light was lit and then it was closed off, and then it becomes lit, and that, that's the way it works. So without the Beloha Yistalkos, without the removal of that light, there would be no way to enjoy the pleasure. And this is what it means when it says that the Jewish people are so beloved that they were given this, this vessel of desire. It's a Kli Chemda. It's a Kli to contain the desire, the Kli to contain the, the, the love. And that's why it says also, um, that there's some way that they could handle it, they could keep it. 
And that's what it means in the, in the Pasuk, I think it's in, in Eov, in Tillam, it says, And from my flesh I was able to see Hashem. As a measure states, um, measure says the following, The whole reason why there is this concept of a menstrual cycle is in order to keep the flame alive, to reignite that there should be a desire. And therefore, this whole period of Sirius Omer is also a time it's, that's one of the tefillahs we say after we say Sirius Omer is to purify us from our defilements and impurities. This is the sphere, this is the time, as it were, that a person is developing the kli. The time when it's, it's as if the light has been removed. If we see the 24,000 Talmudim of Rabbi Kiva, the light was removed. But that creates a vessel that gives us the ability to re-enter and re-ignite the light. And therefore... The seven weeks are like the seven days of Nikiyam. The woman waits. In order to receive that great pleasure, which is none other than Kabbalah Satara, which is the Kli Chemda itself. The Torah is a Kli Chemda. Because it, every year on Shavuos, we're re- receiving the Torah. It's a new acceptance of the Torah. As Chazal tells us in the Gemara Brachos, Ki'ilu Hayom Nitna. It's as if today the Torah was given. And there's no other greater pleasure than Kabbalah's Torah. No other greater pleasure. It's the unification face to face. That Hashem spoke to us face to face. This is what we are looking for and longing for. So sometimes people might say, well, Rabbi, I don't necessarily feel that tiny. So Gamliel was in Yeshiva this week and he said, you know the reason? The reason is because in order to have the Torah connect to us, we have to work on our Midos. And if we don't work on Midos Tovos, then the Torah has no place to attach itself. And therefore, the Svirasa Omer is also that time we're working on our, our midos. Each week, the week of chesed and gavur and tiferes, etc., etc., and each day, particular day of the week, is there in order for us to be able to work and fix our midos. In order that when the Torah is given on Shavuos, that our cup is complete. It has no holes. It's able to contain everything, all the blessing that of Torah that Hashem wants to give us. Hashem should bless us all that we should make every day count of Sirius Aimer, and we should elevate ourselves and elevate our midos and perfect our midos so much so that the Torah will be looked upon as like the most unbelievable privilege and the most desired concept and, and an item to, to have a connection with. We should all be Zoha to be prepared for Kabbalah Torah in Amen. But wait, there's more. The next thing, which I told you, there's a little something that why I'm saying about Eretz Yisrael and why I'm talking about Parshas Emor. Oh, yeah. 
says in Merle Kohanim B'nai Aaron, the nefesh lo yitama b'amav. A person shouldn't become defiled. A Kohen, a Kohen, he has to be careful. He should not defile himself and become Tameh. Now, we know that there are nefashas, there are souls that have fallen and have become defiled. And somebody needs to help pick them up and elevate them and return them to the place where they belong. The only way it's able to be done is through the means of tzaddikim. Tzaddikim have this ability to uplift everybody they're connected to. And therefore the kohanim are like that, the tzaddikim. And therefore a person who's a tzaddik, even though he's not a kohen, he has the job to lift up people and bring them closer to Hashem. So how does this work? It works because a tzaddik is so connected, he's such a bond with his baruch with his thoughts and his actions all the time. And therefore, another neshama that's fallen and is hoping maybe one day I could do tshuva, maybe somebody help me do tshuva, maybe somebody help me feel good about Yiddishkeit. So that neshama is, is reaching out and wants to be elevated. The way it works is, the Maori Naim says, that neshama comes into the mind of the tzaddik. The tzaddik, some, for some reason, thinks about that person. Could be a person, let's call him Zanvil. That's not a common name, so hopefully I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. So Zanvil, you know, he was in yeshiva or he had a connection to a rabbi. And for some reason, he went away. But Zanvil, he says, Oh, I wish I could reconnect. I wish I could be close to Hashem again. That desire that Zanvil has, that he arouses within himself, sparks some spiritual message and transmission going to his Rebbe, that the Rebbe thinks of him and says, Oh, I wonder how Zanvil is. I should daven for Zanvil. Zanvil should have chizik. and should be strong and healthy and connected and happy and successful. And that is the way it works. There's a lot of tzaddikim out there who know lots of people who need lots of help. becomes very difficult. Because sometimes if a person doesn't have a proper connection to a tzaddik, chas shalom, the tzaddik is vulnerable, chas shalom, to be, instead of pull the person up to the tzaddik's level, that person could chas draw the tzaddik down. And therefore, the tzaddik has to grab on be totally bonded with the Kodesh Baruch Hu with such strength and therefore the frailty and the weakness of the person he's trying to bring up will not be able to pull him down and this is something that we need to realize that 
not only does the tzaddik want to pull everybody else, but the tzaddik also wants to elevate himself. And everybody's connected to him as well. And this is part of the goal and function of every tzaddik, who's like the Kohanim. It says, that we have to warn, the bigger people have to warn the, the smaller people. The adults have to warn the children. And it really is a remiss for the people who are on a higher level, connected to Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Tzadikim, they've got to be Lizayar Laktanim, they've got to warn the Ktanim. They've got to reach out to them. And again, of course, the Tzadik has to be careful not to be pulled down. Hashem should bless us that we should always have connections with Tzadikim. And hopefully, that's a, the, our connections will be so strong that as Hashem, the tzaddikim will think of us. That's only going to happen though if we open up our hearts and ask Hashem, please help me get close to you. At that moment, Hashem will say, send a message to the Rebbe, the tzaddik, and say, daven for him. Hashem should bless us all. We should have the connects to accomplish everything we need to connect in the best way possible. Zai Gibbench have an amazing, amazing Shabbos. Cold tooth.